South Africa's local government elections are on the horizon, and these are the five most interesting races in 2021. The Cizwe Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Spread the fire fam, welcome back to SMWX. If you're new around here, my name is Dr. Cizwe Mbofu-Walsh. And on this channel, we explore South African politics through interviews and analysis. If you're returning, welcome back. Now, I've been doing a lot of content on my new book, but the election is around the corner. And so I thought I would turn attention to the local government elections, which are coming up on the 1st of November. And in this video, I'm going to be counting down what I see as the five most interesting races in the 2021 local government election. I'm also interested to hear your thoughts down below. So in the comments section, tell us what you think is the most interesting race. I often respond to the comments, so make sure to have an interesting discussion down there. And just before we get started, become a member of this channel. You can see the links down below how to do that. That really helps with just building this channel and helping us bring you more and more content. So we're trying to get to 100 members and we look forward to welcoming, welcoming you to memberships. But let's get into today's content and let's count down the five most interesting races in the 2021 election. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. At number five, we have the city of Cape Town. Now, this is a particularly interesting race because it bucks the trend of most big cities in South Africa. In many places, the ANC is the dominant party or at least has a great share of the vote, whereas in Cape Town, the DA in the 2016 local government elections garnered two-thirds of the vote, 66% in the city of Cape Town. Now, there has been a lot of change since the last local government election in the city of Cape Town. And I think it'll be particularly interesting to see how that city pans out, given that it's the DA's stronghold. You'll remember in 2016, Patricia DeLille was one of the key faces of the DA campaign and eventually became mayor of the DA running under the DA banner. But things got fractious. DeLille ultimately broke away from the party and formed the good party. And although the Good Party doesn't necessarily have a big national footprint, Cape Town is really where it seeks to dent the DA's dominance. So it'll be fascinating to see what the Good Party is able to do, how much of the vote it's able to shave away from the DA. And we'll see how that 66% figure comes down over time. The ANC in uh, Cape Town is sitting at a lowly 24 it's been in the doldrums uh, relative to its other uh, cities for a very long time there. So will the ANC itself be able to get any more of the vote or will its decline in the city of Cape Town continue uh, making it really a marginal and very weak player in the city of Cape Town? And then finally, the EFF has traditionally performed very poorly in Cape Town, garnering around 3% in 2016. So this is a place where the EFF still has a lot of room to grow, but probably has relatively weak structures. Can it improve on that three uh, in addition to shaving some ANC support? That'll be interesting to see too. So keep an eye on the city of Cape Town. It's a, an interesting battleground, although it's probably not 
going to move significantly away from the DA just in one cycle, I'm not sure if the DA will be able to hold on to the highs of the two-thirds that it garnered uh, in 2016 in one of its best elections. So at number five, we have the city of Cape Town. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Right, at number four, we have Nelson Mandela Bay. This was one of the key battleground cities or municipalities in the 2016 election. And it was one of the shock results to the extent that the ANC lost its majority. It lost over 50% of the vote and went down uh, into the 40s. Let's just remind ourselves exactly where things stood in 2016. So we had the ANC at around 40% of the vote. And the DA actually outperformed the ANC in this municipality in 2016, garnering around 46% of the vote. The figures I'm using are a combination of both the ward and the PR, so the total ballots cast. But in general, the figures are within 1% of these, depending on whether you're looking at ward or PR. And the EFF was on five. Now, since that fateful election and that fateful first uh, vote for the mayor when Ethel Trollope was elected mayor in Nelson Mandela Bay, we've seen a very unstable set of coalitions, a series of mayor after mayor uh, and a series of mayors and a sense in which that municipality has not been able to crystallize in one single executive and legislative body. There have been multiple different coalitions and Unfortunately, the ability of that municipality to function and deliver for its people, deliver services and economic development at the local level has been significantly curtailed by this gridlock and uh, uncertainty. Whether we go from Bobani to Banga, there have been a number of different mayors, Trollope. So the question I think for Nelson Mandela is firstly, does the ANC do better than it did at the lowly 40%? Remember, this was a stronghold of the ANC for, uh, for nigh on 15 years. And for the ANC to, to have lost this was a great shame to the party. However, uh, if you watch my interview with Prof. Mkabisin Zedjana, who wrote a book called The Anatomy of uh, the ANC and Power, you'll see just how detailed uh, of an analysis that book is of ANC politics in Nelson Mandela Bay. So if you want to learn more about the detail, go check out that interview with Prof. Ntletjana or get his book. But this is a fascinating race to watch. Again, can the EFF grow here? Will the DA hold on to its uh, majority, at least relative to other parties? Or will the ANC claw its way back? This is going to be a fascinating race to watch and I'm sure things will be on a knife's edge. Let's get to number three. The Cizwe Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Coming in at number three, we have the Tswane Municipality. Now, Tswane again was a major shock in the 2016 election where the ANC again lost power in the city. And once again, we had the DA actually outperforming the ANC. It's actually quite incredible how well the DA did in the 2016 election. And I suspect one of the trends we're going to see 
in 2016, although I'm gonna talk about this in another video, is that I think both of the two biggest parties are going to suffer some serious losses in this election. But the DA was at around 43% of the total vote, the ANC at 41. And here we see in Gauteng, the EFF performing particularly well uh, relative to uh, its Western Cape and Eastern Cape performances, where it came in at 12% and really upset the apple cart in terms of the bipolar structure of South African politics up to that point. In other words, the two-party uh, dominance. And here, again, since that election, first we had uh, Salim Simanga, you know, elected as mayor. And then again, there's been great uh, upheaval in that municipality. There's actually just been a recent constitutional court judgment which declared that effectively uh, the placement of that municipality into administration by the ANC provincial government was effectively uh, a bad idea. But that municipality has also failed to really gain a foothold and govern for a concerted period of time in any one direction because of the way that it was teetering between different parties. And so it will be fascinating again to see whether the ANC in another big city comes below that 50% mark. Will it be the biggest party? Will it not? How will the DA fare in Tswane, given that it actually outperformed the ANC in 2016? And where will the EFF go? From that 12% mark, the EFF has put in a lot of effort in the Gauteng uh, municipalities. Uh, and can it grow further and per perhaps shave some points off the ANC, maybe even the DA? That'll be fascinating to see too. So Tswane is on a knife's edge. Tswane is a municipality that has not really been able to decide who it wants to be. And 2021 will be quite a decisive moment in the future of that crucial municipality for South Africa. The Caesar Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Right, now we come to number two, Joburg. Jawsy my Jawsy. This election is going to be extremely interesting for me. Firstly, this is the place where I live. And so this is the election that I've been watching most closely. I think it's really one of the most fascinating. Stay tuned to see what I think will be the most fascinating race in this election. But Johannesburg and the city of Johannesburg are a battleground for a number of reasons. Firstly, we have Again, another story. Look at look at Cape Town, look at Tswane, look at uh, Nelson Mandela Bay and look at Johannesburg. All of them had DA mayors who have subsequently changed and either been removed from power or rotated out of power or people have formed new parties against the DA. And so the situation for the DA in this election is completely different to in 2016 where it was able to build quite a sophisticated coalition of voices from Mashaba to Delil to Msimanga to Maimane and we'll be talking about um, Musi Maimane's uh, fascinating experiment with independent campaign uh, candidates in a, a different video but look how many voices the DA has lost between just two local elections now Joburg's going to be interesting because well let's see where things stood in 2016 so in Joburg we had uh, the ANC at 44 as the biggest party in distinction to Tswane. We had the DA at 38, another really good performance from the DA in 2016. Um, and we had the EFF at 11%. Now, 
recall that before uh, the selection and before the lead up to the selection, Joburg also underwent various transitions. So it was first led by the DA and a coalition under Herman Mashaba. Herman Mashaba then leaves the DA, same as Delil, same as Maimane, um, and he forms a new party called Action SA, which is really gunning quite hard for Joburg when you look at the deployment of resources in the city. So Mashaba intends to take a huge swathe of DA votes with him and actually contest the city. Then you have the EFF again, which makes Joburg a stronghold. This is where the EFF is headquartered. So they'll be looking to grow and take advantage of the disaffection which is growing around uh, the ANC. And then of course the ANC will want to not only hold on to its, its uh, position as the biggest party, but as the party that governs Joburg because of coalition dynamics as they unfolded after Mashaba left, they will be very keen to hold on to this jewel in the economic crown, not only of South Africa, but of Africa. And so we have a very interesting race set up here. We also have uh, relatively peripheral players like the Patriotic Alliance also making inroads into DA strongholds. So things seem quite uh, set up for a DA bloodbath in many ways, but this remains to be seen where in places like El Dorado Park, the Patriotic Alliance is eating away votes. Herman Mashaba at a citywide level is really mounting a concerted campaign, has some of that name recognition from being mayor. Um, and you've got the ANC um, ailing, trying to convince people that uh, they should just trust one more time. Uh, and an EFF that's running a very energetic, spirited campaign in Joburg uh, and, and seems to have some momentum behind it, at least from its 11%. So Joburg could, could be uh, another instance in which we have a very interesting coalition, coalition arrangement materializing after the 2021 election. But let's get to number one and what I think will be the most fascinating race in 2021. The Ciso Mbofu Walsh Experience, SMWX. Right, and here we are. You've made it to the end. Thank you for that. And number one, I think Eteguini is going to be the most interesting race in 2021. Not only are we emerging from a period of upheaval, unrest, insurrection, uh, call it what you want. I don't think we found the right name for exactly what was happening in South Africa in July as events unfolded and we saw mass protests, uh, the looting of shops. We saw uh, the, the economic sabotage in many ways of, of a crucial economic corridor between KwaZulu-Natal and, and Gauteng. And all of this is going to have a bearing on the internal battles, which in turn themselves will have a bearing on the ANC's performance in this election. Now, the ANC in 2016, which was a tough election for the ANC, managed to hold on to a majority in uh, the Eteguini municipality. But it sits at the uncomfortable 56% mark. And, you know, with just 6%, going either way with 6% of ANC breakaway independent candidates or the IFP having a good campaign and taking a few percent 
the EFF, which has been really mounting a concerted campaign in uh, KwaZulu-Natal, but particularly in Eteguini, and, and uh, EFF President Julius Malema has, has gone on record to say that he thinks the party will be governing Eteguini after this election. Um, it seems that the EFF will be targeting Eteguini as a potential municipality to, to govern in trades that may take place depending on what happens uh, after the election. Be that as it may, um, and whether that's wishful thinking or not, the ANC is teetering at 56% in Eteguini and the party is at uh, a place of disarray in KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, it's very difficult for ANC leaders and the national party to keep that party together. We of course have former president Jacob Zuma who has recently come out in support of the ANC, uh, but hardly uh, lavishing praise on, on its leaders. Uh, it was almost kind of damning the party with faint praise, if you ask me. Um, and his uh, incarceration, of course, has had a profound impact on the politics of that region and of that municipality. What will the effects of all that we've seen build, building up in uh, KZN, but also Eteguini mean for this election? I think this could be the place where we see one of the biggest shocks that maybe we ha we've ever seen. In a local government election or will the ANC hang on cling to power and uh, confound the skeptics let me know what you think down below there are so many other races in this video I've focused on big cities but there are other uh, districts and fascinating races going on all over the country I'm going to be making a lot of videos about the election in the build-up and afterwards so make sure you stay locked to this channel subscribe like share if you want the best place for political analysis and just thinking through this election, comment down below, what's your most interesting race? Uh, comment down below if there are any kinds of videos you want me to do in the build-up to this election. And remember to spread this channel by sharing it with your friends and family on WhatsApp, Twitter, tag me on Twitter, I'll retweet you. Let's spread this channel, we're calling it Spreading the Fire and Keep it locked on SMWX. Ayeye. The Seaswim Off Welsh Experience Podcast. Ayeye. Ayeye. Ayeye.